Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. All right, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. What happens when you get one of the greatest football players, who's also one of sports' greatest shit talkers, to sit down with me, Michael Rapaport, on the I Am Rapaport Stereo Podcast? I'll tell you what happens. When you get Warren Sapp. Hall of Famer, all everything, all did every single thing you could possibly think of on a football field. Talked more shit than a little bit. Warren Sapp is with me on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Let's get to it. Miles, Jordan, let me get something funky. Let me get a smack. All right. As I said... The great Warren Sapp is with me today on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Okay? We're talking about how one of the greatest football players of all time wound up butt naked in a hotel hallway. What John Gruden is really like. Who's really good in the NFL today and who's Fugazi. This is one of the best shit-talking sessions with one of the best Shit talkers, one of the best football players to ever play the game. The great Hall of Famer, all everything Super Bowl champion Warren Sapp is with me on a Hall of Fame level. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Get your popcorn ready. Okay, but before we get to Warren Sapp, I just want to tell you. It's been a fantastic week. It has been a fantastic week. Just a week ago. 
just a week ago. We are at the week anniversary of the Golden State Warriors sweeping, sweeping, easily beating the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and how sweet that was, or should I say, how sweet that was. The Nas Kanye West album dropped today, June 15th. I have not given it a proper listen, so I cannot give you a full review. As soon as I listen to it properly, in full, in its entirety, with headphones, at the crib, a few times I will give you its full review. Me and G. Moody will having our own private listening session and a full review. Listen, I'm not going to brag, and I, I don't want to, like, you know, rip scabs off wounds. But if you listen to the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, if you're a fan of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, if you're a subscriber of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, do yourself a favor. Do not live in FOMO. The last premium I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast with me and G. Moody was so damn good, was so damn funny, and so damn informative. We discussed in detail why the fuck Dennis Rodman is crying all the time. Every time you see him in front of a camera, he's crying. We also discussed why the fuck doesn't Dennis Rodman get himself some chapstick? Okay? Along with Along with Dennis Rodman, we discussed another person threw feces at someone in a fit of rage. Instead of fighting, instead of squaring up and shooting a fair one, people are now throwing shit at each other. We had sick fucks of the week. Me and G. Moody discussed not discussing LeBron James. We're not going to be held hostage. We're not going to be held captive by a loser all summer. So we discussed not discussing LeBron James in the upcoming weeks. I'm done with him. And... The international political correspondent of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, Eli Lake from Bloomberg News, broke down whether or not Kim Jong-un is in fact, quote-unquote, talented, as Donald Trump called him, or is he just a cold-blooded killer? Do not live in FOMO, people. You need to get the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast app, okay? You need to sign up. For premium subscription, a premium subscription, it's $2.99. Do not live in FOMO because if you did not hear the last premium Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, trust me, you are missing out. We are getting emotionally involved with the World Cup. Uh, me, G. Moody, the Dust Brothers, uh, we are getting emotionally involved with the World Cup, although the United States didn't make it. I don't know how that didn't happen. I, I, I don't know how with all the great athletes of all shapes and sizes, the United States could not make it to even qualify for the World Cup. But you know what? I don't fuck around with baseball. There's no football. There's no fantasy football. There's nothing to get emotionally involved with. And we have committed to giving our blood, sweat, heart, and soul to the World Cup, and we are putting our money where our mouth is, people. We are putting our money where our mouth is. Not only will I be watching the games like a maniac, 
the maniac that you know and love, but I will be betting on them too. But you know me, I need your help. I need you to tweet. I need you to DM and email me the teams that I need to put my money on. Okay? I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and my bookie is my official betting site, and I want it to be yours too. You want to play me? You think, oh, Rappaport, you don't know shit about soccer? Huh? Bet me. Bet me. Bet against me. You could say Michael Rappaport's bets suck, and I'll just bet against my bets. Any way you want it, you want to give me help, you want some of that action against me, all that's going down on mybookie.com. But I'm not betting blindly, people. Many of you will approach the World Cup like our beloved football. But the simple fact is that you cannot treat European football betting like good old-fashioned American football. The reason is simple. Soccer has draws. They happen all the time. You know what a draw is? A draw is a tie. The most popular soccer wager is known as a three-way event. Not the type of three-way you're thinking of. You sick animals, the type of three-way that lists both teams playing along with a draw option. Does that make sense? This is equivalent of a football money line. When the teams tie, you get your money back. The downside is that the odds are not as nearly attractive as they would be if you went for a three-way. It's simple math. The payoff is always more rewarding when you have multiple options. There's also totals and spreads, which work exactly like they do in the NFL, along with more props than you could shake your stick at. All of this is available at mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag. So sign up now and mention the promo code CUP to get 50% bonus to your World Cup action. Mybookie.ag. Use the promo code CUP, C-U-P. Listen, in soccer, in the World Cup, do not ignore the long shots as every World Cup tournament has surprise teams that make it out of the group stage with a chance to become the World Cup champion. MyBookie.ag has Iceland, 150 to 1, Sweden, 121, and the dark horse, Colombia, at a great return of 33 to 1. Sign up now, get the bonus, start fattening your wallet so you can afford all the three ways money can buy. MyBookie.ag. On the 15th, Uruguay is playing Egypt. I got Uruguay. Morocco's playing Iran. I got Morocco. Portugal's playing Spain. I got Spain. Okay? We're not fucking around here. Listen. Listen. I got birds. Okay? I got tipsters. Okay? I got a cousin who's an elite soccer player. He's 12. He's fantastic. I know what the hell I'm doing. You want to play me? MyBookie.ag. All right, that's it. That's it. Let's get to it. Let's get to business The great Warren Sapp, number 99, Hall of Famer, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. It is a shit-talking extravaganza. All right, the world tour continues. The I Am Rapport live world tour continues this summer. July 26th, we're going to be in Toronto. Saturday, August 4th in New York City. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas. Wednesday, August 22nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. And Saturday, August 25th right in Boston, Massachusetts. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour. Me and G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty, live 
taking on the entire world. Again, we start Thursday, July 26th in Toronto. All tickets are available at IamRappaportTour.com. We're doing meet and greets for every single person in the house. The I Am Rappaport Tour Takeover 2018. Get your tickets at IamRappaportTour.com. Warren Sapp. I check. Is in the motherfucking building. You better know it. You're one of the original outspoken shit talkers <laughs> in the NFL. Now, like, everybody talks shit. Yeah, but they do it in a social media kind of, you know, more broadcast way. Right. You know, we used to do it in a, in a nice, quiet demeanor, you know. Chris Carter told one of my teammates one time, you know, he's like, man, Chris Carter talking to me. And I'm like, no, don't talk to him. You know, young guy in the league. So Chris come back and ask him, you know, like, how many years you been in the league? Now he's like, it's my third year. He's like, don't you think it's about time for you to take advantage of the dental program? <laughs> you know, you don't want to fall. You know, you don't want to fall into that trap. Was you know Chris a good? Was, was he? Oh, the worst. He's one of the best trash talkers but on the field. All oh, on the field, off the field, anywhere on earth, and he was never gonna curse. So he's a good shit talker without cursing. Oh, the best shit talker without cursing. That, I mean, it's clean. It is, it is like, and it's the worst. It's like a paper cut. The one that lasts all day. Oh, he snap it all day, all day long. All day long. All right. This this question, I, I have to ask this. We're going to get into your... I got notes. I'm broke. Rule number one of the Iron <laughs> Rap Pro Stereo Podcast. I like it. I like I it. I got fucking... No, we're doing... We're doing I a, like it. We're doing a... We're doing a... Uh, uh, this, this, a is a mash up. this is a mashup. This is a mashup. So you podcast. got questions, I got questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this question, and I said I was going to ask this question. How does my guy, Super Bowl champ... Yeah, and, and you're the most decorated guest I've had on the podcast, and I had some decorated motherfuckers. Come on. Super Bowl champ... Seven-time Pro Bowl, four-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro two years, that's 99. No, that's not even a such thing. No second-team. Def- yeah, no fuck that. that no Defensive player of the year, all-decade 90, all-decade 2000s. <laughs> Numbers retired, Hall of Fame. I mean, everything <laughs> in motherfucking football. You're from Florida. How does my man, because I have to keep it funky, how does my man Warren motherfucking sap? Wind up butt ass in the hotel room on the video. On How the does video? my man? Wait, wait, wait. Where the video at? Was there a video? I ain't seen the video. I ain't seen the video. Was there? Was there a video? No, it was actually surveillance. It was, it was me talking on the in, in the interrogation, and you you getting that from that. Okay, that's what it is. Now you I was be- telling the story. Cause I'm an honest fuck. I, I'm just I'm I'm, one of the, I'm just bluntly honest because. I was raised by a woman that worked three jobs for a long fucking time. Too long. Until I retired and she watched a fish one now. So, <laughs> or she travels now. You know what? She she emptied the damn fish tank. I come in the house one day and I look the fish tank empty. She's like, I'm sick of watching them damn fish. That was it. That was it. Now she travels. So, you know, but my mom was was just a bluntly honest woman. Tell the truth and it's going to do what it's going to do and the sun going to come out tomorrow. And if not, tomorrow wasn't promised to you. You came up in hard. Like your mom, like she raised you? Yeah, I was a baby of six kids. I mean, I never won in my house. I mean, my sisters were five and ten years older than me. My sisters kicked my ass. <laughs> Trust me, I mean, I, it was rough. What part of Florida? The middle, Orlando, Florida, Orange County, baby. Plymouth, Florida. I went to a popka high. 
And so, so blue daughters, baby. You're you're one of these dudes because the thing I love about you, I mean your game and 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 your style of play and and like you you were like unique and your speed and your shit talk and, and all your accomplishments. <laughs> like I feel like you're like a personality. Like when it got too real, motherfuckers were like they wanted like they want to create distance. It's like they want everything from the Warren Sapp, but then like when you know like you came you you talking about like you got chased every day by a German shepherd. Like you you came up like you came up. Hey, you got you got to do what you got to do to make tomorrow all right. We're in such a crazy social media oh. ultra sensitive place right now. <laughs> I mean, it's getting tighter and tighter every day, but then we have leaders of the free world saying the wildest the shit. The wildest shit ever. You know, so it's like a contradiction. So you could say more, but but it's gonna put you in a, it's gonna right. put you in a tighter box. Because so so I mean, <laughs> like you know, and and I don't want to get this make this the whole thing of the conversation, but just no, in terms of go. but the, in terms of like the the ramifications of being a shit talker, being outspoken, being honest, and being someone like who keeps it real. Like you know what I lived in a time when it wasn't social media. I know where you where you still had to make phone calls and you left voice messages and the texting wasn't really big because you know once you started a text if a call or something came in and we all sort of had, had to, to start learn. yeah we had to learn I mean we were old. <laughs> <laughs> See that's that forty plus. Club. You learn learn some of the fucking hey, lessons listen, and shit. Man, you learn it from your kids. You know I. I my, my 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 little girl and my son are the best. You know that's my captain and my sergeant. They taught me all the technology. That's why I'm able to carry two phones and be okay now. Right. And you know have a million plus people and know how to engage. But I got taught something the other day when my son was in the contest. You know to get on the cover of a magazine, the top four kids in Florida. So you know I got to start. You know vote for my son. Uh-huh. You know my daughter hits me up like that. Pin it to your account. I'm like. What the hell is pin it to your account? Man? Right. What the hell? Is, you don't know. You, I, I've been tweeting. I got I got awards for fucking social media, and I ain't never pinned anything to my account. Have I, you gotten awards for social media? Yes. You're you because because like social media is like it, it's it's fucking crazy because no like God, said, no no I'm gonna tell you this. I was back in the day when I was at the NFL Network, and when I really got a a real perspective of how big social media can and will become, is when my boss came in my office one day. You know, I was out there bullshit, you know, talking crazy, you know. You know, and like I say good morning all the time. Good morning, and then everybody come back. And, you know, you look on there, you see one of your friends, and he be like, what up, my in? And, you know, right, right, right. and then you hit back, yo, what's good? Where you at? Right, right, right. My, do- my dude came off and was like, you responding to tweets with the N-word? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, who's even watching like, this? Like, 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 what are you talking about? So then it got to a point where I had to watch, you know, what was in the, the, the words because that would all be on your timeline. <laughs> and then it get to a point That's where just a, like tattoos. No, 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 I got a better one for you. It get to a point where I get like three, four hundred thousand. Dude walked in my office and said, "More people read your tweets than watch this network." <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? More people read my words than watch this network? It's crazy. It's crazy, man. So, I, I was in. I was in the beginning. Rich Eisen. You know, I, I got to thank Rich for that because Rich was, you know, my. You know, Brooklyn born, uh, Staten Island boy, uh, you know, he, he's a monster. So he was in it. He was like, you can help me with this social media thing. You join Twitter too. All right, so, so that's are you. That's who got me on. So, so, that's, so who, that's who got me with it. So with the social media today, you know, I've, I've said shit that you like take backs, like the ramification of it. Like, are you like, because now you got a podcast. Are you like nervous? You like proofread it? Do you double proofread it? Are you like. Oh, hell no. I'm like you. I'm going. You're going. I'm going. I leave that the mic and the editing staff. Baby. You got you got to have a that because I'm, I'm going because you know what it is when you when you got your own mic and your own time and good you know good guests and good vibe. 
shit just gonna fly. I mean, it's I mean just, especially it's, you, me. I mean, as far as a, a podcast host, like you're like as far as like a, an athlete. To, to, to interview people. First of all, everybody's going to answer the phone. Your motherfucking Warren Sapp. <laughs> Hopefully. And I, you, I hope so. Yo, listen. Yo, all you, you got to do. You, you Michael Rappaport. Sapp, Come all on, you got to do Come is on. do your shit. Come on. Talk your shit. Be honest. Your perspective. That's it. That's, that's, all, it. that's, all, that's all I've ever you been. You know the game. You know life. I've, that's all I've ever been is honest. That's the thing. I'm like, why was I persecuted? I, 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 do you feel out like you're, you're persecuted? No, life? I just, I, I feel like I, it's always like it's a bad guy. And I'm like, what did I do that was so bad? Mm-hmm. But you know what's fucking crazy? It's like now. <laughs> I know I used to chase the shit out of your quarterbacks and running backs and shit, but you know, that was a part of my job. That's your thing. That's your that's <laughs> job requirement. Come on. Absolutely. All right. If you were playing today, it's crazy because in my opinion, it was it was dying down. Not necessarily that it needed to die down or 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 the kneeling and why Kaepernick started kneeling and then other players got involved. And then, you know, these fucking rules seem to revive it. And, and you know what's fucked up about this season? I feel like this is going to be the storyline of the entire season. Up until the playoffs, this all we're going to be talking about. Who was on the field? Who wasn't on the field? Who played? Who fined? What, just break down your entire take on this shit. Because for me, it's like I get the point, and I respect the point, and I support the point, but I'm so fucking tired of talking about this shit. When I want to talk about Antonio Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, uh, whoever the fuck. Playoff chase. Barkley. All that. You know, Atlanta, Tom Brady. All, all that. All like that, this this all is that. overshadowing the entire league. Because it's supposed to be uncomfortable. Protest supposed to make you uncomfortable. Because... You know, they wanted to tell me that the NFL started the, the national anthem in, what, 2009? That's a lie, because I can show you pictures of me and Brooks standing on the sideline. We were side by side on the 30-yard line. My socks down, his socks down. That, that's what we did, because we was at McDill Air Force Base, and uh, General Franks used to come watch us play. Mm -hmm. You know, I got a picture of me and him with the clock was at zero now and then. He signed it for me. It was like, mm -hmm. time's up, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the flowers was, I mean... Stand the post or salute the mm -hmm. people. And at no point was he ever disrespecting any of them. If you just go back to the original. You mean when he started? Cap. Yeah, Cap, yeah, go I back. Agree. Because we ain't, it ain't about facts no more. I was looking at the damn internet. Now they're going to tell me Tim Tebow was kneeling at the national anthem to protest abortion. I'm like, right. no. Tim Tebow was doing that when he scored a damn touchdown and shit, and he didn't score many. So it wasn't that thing, but it was just him with the... I mean, come on. We, we don't make everybody a damn villain now. So what do you make of it at this point, where we are now? Because we, we had the kneel, then we had Cap was out of the league, and then we had last season. It was black ball out of the league. Right. And then we have Philly beat the fucking the, the, the Patriots. In a great game. In a great game. Great game. And then, and then this is the. Yeah, and it's going to consume us. What would you do if you, were, stop? if you were playing and you were as great? Like, let's say you're in your prime right oh, now. No, you're the oh, voice no, of the oh, league. Oh, no, no. Well, how would you respond? No, no, what would you, you do? You couldn't tell me that I couldn't have a freedom of speech. Because I, I hear people bang the drums all the time about the Second Amendment. Damn the Second Amendment. I understand the militia and all that bullshit. But you damn sure ain't going to tell me that all, all my people that died in, the, in, in, the, in that red clay in Georgia and Alabama and Mississippi, I don't get the... What? What? Would you be having a problem as a player? Oh, as, I'd, when, I'd have a real problem. It's easy to say now because you're no, 45, but when no, you're 26... No. I, when I was in the middle of it, right. you'd have an issue. Because I said in 98 it was a slave system. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't allowed to get 
in a free agent system the way I would see my true value. And now they've gone to where you pass your fourth year as a free agent and it's your fifth year and the team has the option of picking you up because the Bucks just picked up Jameis Winston's $20 million. I'm like, what happened to the four years? You used to fight your ass off to get to that fourth year because now I will, I'm an unrestricted free agent and I get to go test the market. You go right past that and then there's a number that's stuck there and that team decides if they're going to pick it up. What the hell is this? Be- <laughs> there's so many things that are different now than when I played that are so much better. But I still don't understand how they got to that point. But how, how do you think this is going to end, man? Oh, In terms of like... They're going to stop the national anthem. They're just going to they, take they, it out. They're going to take it out. They have to because it was a thing to where... The, the military was paying the NFL to do this. Which is wild that, to begin that's, with. That's crazy to even think about. But Which is, that our, is some wild but shit. because our military is so depleted because it's a voluntary military and nobody's going anymore. I mean, nope. Come on. Unless you're Puerto Rican. That's the only people I know that go, 80% of the people going are the Puerto Ricans that are serving in the military. Right. If you're looking at our military, it's a Puerto Rican military. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about football, man. All right. Not no damn national anthem. Let them sit in the damn. Do you get asked this no, every no, no, day? I got, no, no, I got one for you. My dude used to be the head of the uh, PR at the Detroit Red Wings, you know, Hockey Town, USA. He used to put a tape on that was the fastest national anthem without it being offensive or sounds like it's going fast, without any, uh, no nothing. Just to move just, it through. Just, go. Because that starts the game. Let's go. We we done sit in the parking lot for the last four hours getting dead drunk. But what, you know what? Though, what do sat- I need another minute and fifty some seconds? You played in Super Bowls. You know the. I mean, it's gotten bigger that's, and no, bigger. No, that's fine. Right. That's fine for, every, for that. Any for given that, Sunday, though. Any given Sunday. Come on, man. Come on. You ain't you ain't recruit nobody. That you ain't nobody. You ain't get no recruitment off that minute and fifty seconds. All right, wait, before we get into football, we were talking about basketball. Did you play ball? Obviously, you yeah. Played, uh, I was a little fella. I'm, I'll show you my high school picture. I was a little fella. You were skinny. Ooh. I like I like to say skinny, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> How good a basketball player were you? I had a thousand points, thousand rebounds. Who you, you could about? could you jump, dunking everything, banging on motherfuckers. Yeah, what, what? not on nobody. I ain't never bang on nobody. But but, but you could you could no, get I up. Dunk it. I could dunk it. Yeah, my homeboy bounce it off the backboard. I go get it. Were, were there? Who were the other? <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're gonna post this. Yeah, I'm yeah, I got you. You yeah, guys yeah. send this. <laughs> wow, that's like another. What year is that? 1991, baby. Damn, that's a different motherfucker right there. Yeah, that's the tight end outside linebacker and punter. Yeah, that's a little fella. So, so, so you like basketball? What, what, what's your team? You know what? Keep it funky, man. You Miami? You I got went this. To, no, 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 no. Keep it funky. I, just because you ain't got no in Orlando, play. okay? In the seventies, that ain't gonna that, do nothing no, no, for no. you. That ain't no football. None. Daryl Dawkins, Chocolate Thunder, left fucking Evans High School, which is my rival, and went to Philly, and there was Chairman of the Board Moses Malone, four, four, four. Mo Cheeks, Bobby Jones, Will Be Free. I'm a 76er, baby. I went and seen Allen Iverson when he stepped over Tyrone Lewis, 36 points. Then we went to Philly and got ooh four in a row. Shaq did a so, bad. so 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 you, you see Doc on you see Doc on come the on baby. So you're so now you don't say I'm mad. I told you I, <laughs> because I didn't it, have to go there I mean, because because of, because of Daryl Dawkins, you're a Sixers fan. Daryl Dawkins drove me from Orlando because everybody in Orlando became a Sixer fan because. Our kid from the high school was going to go play in Philly with Moses Malone That's and Dr. fucking dope. Jay, Are you kidding me? All right, so what's your first memory of playing in a regular season game 
Who was standing across the line? Who was the quarterback? Well, what's the thing that like where you were like, oh shit, I was at the U and now I'm in the NFL. Like when you think about that, you and how old were you? What do you remember about that? That's so funny because my first game in the National Football League is the for who for what game with Ricky Waters. When he had left San Francisco after he won the championship, right. get over to Philly. I get drafted by Tampa after Philly trades right. up and drafts Mike Mamula. Right. With the seventh pick. Right. So this is like full circle. Right. Randall Cunningham is the quarterback. Guy McIntyre is the guard. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, it's set up for us. We go in there and we get them 21 to 6. We win the game. Ricky Waters goes after the game and they ask him in Philly, you know, about a pass down the middle late in the game. And he kind of, you know, gator armed it. And the funny part about it is the guy that's over there, you know, we wear those orange right. colors. So, I mean, just I mean, any kind of orange go by you. I mean, you, it, it like a bus went by. Right. <laughs> so Slim Dim went by him. Slim Dim weighs 140 pounds soaking wet. Right. And I'd see Dim in the locker room after the game. I'm like, Dim, you going to knock him out when you? Dim was like, I ain't even see him. <laughs> he missed him. He, no, he didn't even see him. He was like, I saw the ball up in the air, and I'm chasing the ball, and I'm getting closer to the ball, and all of a sudden, I look, and there was Ricky. And I was like, ooh, he was throwing to him. That's crazy. <laughs> Crazy. That was your first game? That's my first game in the National Football League. Randall Cunningham is such an icon, like, he, ahead of his time. The ultimate weapon. What was he like, uh, you know, playing against? Like, how fast was he? How big was he? Oh, nice, big, six-fold, long, Which lanky. Which was freaky for a quarterback oh, at the time, long, right? Oh, long, lanky. And then he had that long, galloping stride that, you know, it looked so smooth, but he was, uh, he was, he was covering some space. Covering some space. How, how fast was he? I never got a chance to see him like open up like that money like like when the Giants hit him and he came out of the knee and he run. We didn't have that kind of game against him. He was they were trying to pull him back at that point. Okay. Trying to make him more of a pocket passer. Cause that was 89 when he did all that. Right, then right, 90, right. 91. So now we're talking about 95. Right. So they like trying to make him this pocket passer. Right. And made him a lot easier to sack. Thank you. <laughs> did you get him? Yeah, I got him that day. I, I, do you ever like have dreams of football now? No. I have flashbacks and, like, moments when, you know, like, the national anthem still gives me goosebumps. If I hear the national anthem, it'll give me goosebumps. From, Every time. From remembering it. No, that was, like, game time. Right. <laughs> I mean, that shit got you hyped. That was a trigger. Who, and, and all right, as far as quarterbacks, like, oh. just specifically, <laughs> you ate motherfuckers up for, that was, that's what you did. Yeah. Who was the toughest to go against as a defender, like, the smartest Who's the best quarterback that you played against? Favre. Why? He was always there. He was always available. No matter what you did to him, no matter how you hit him, no matter what the score was, he wasn't going nowhere. I mean, every Sunday he's going to check in. Every play he's going to check in. Hit him good, he's going to look at you, slap you on the ass and say, good hit. I'm going back to the huddle. I mean, Reagan hit him one time. I thought he killed him. I mean, just... Just took him off the map. Boom, boom. I popped up and flipped the ball. Woo! I look, I said, you've lost your damn mind. He's like, I think so. <laughs> That's what he says to me going back to the I think so. Reagan looked at me. I said, don't even worry about it, dog. Let's just keep playing. We just got to keep playing. Do you we, think we, in, we can't we, knock him out. So was it gamesmanship playing. or he just was like that That hype. was just him. That was him. I always liken it to two country boys that lived across the street from each other and had five different friends that they like to go out and play, and they'll play all day long till the sun go down. You know what I'm talking about. He, he was on that shit. Oh, yeah. For real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think – what do you think about the, the rules of the league now? 
Like in terms of the physicality. You know Obviously, what? safety is, is man, most man, important. Listen, listen. I, I love the safety of the game, but they've turned it into a dummy's game. Why? Because you don't know you no longer have to read the defenses. Going across the middle, the Andre Reeds, the you know, them badasses, them Terrell Owens that go across the middle and scoop out a defense, that third down receiver. You know what I'm talking about? That Ricky Pro, that badass that'll go across the middle, that bang eight when they come, that safety coming to hit you right in your shit, and you got to accept it. Right. And the coach tell you, hey, right here on this bang eight, get big. Right. <laughs> I mean, it ain't that no more. These damn kids run across the damn middle of the field like this here, waving their damn arms in his zone. Are you kidding me? You know somebody on the other side when you pass that linebacker's another. They're not. They're not. They've dumbed down the game because of the the because the of the lack of physicality. No, the kids. They they they, they, they don't want it. Mm. They, they don't want to learn it. They, they. I want the easy route. I want the middle of the field wide open now, <laughs> and that's what they have now is the middle of the field wide open. That used to be the most precious real estate on a football field. The middle of the field. But why is that? Why why is it not as tough? Why is it not precious anymore? Because they've opened it up and made it an autobahn with exits and on ramps every damn way you want to get on there. I mean, they just opened the game up. You need 30 points to win a football game now. Right. That's why defense defense win a championship dead. It's done? Dead. Defense gives you a chance, and your offense has to win it for you. And back in when you guys won the Super Bowl. Defense gives you a chance. Offense had to win it for you. My offense kicked in. Right. Brad Johnson and them boys kicked in. They scored. All, you look at all the playoff games. They scored for us. But we, we, we chipped in a couple points, too, as a defense because it was just that kind of night. We were just having that kind of night. Well, the Ray Lewis uh, defense that beat the 49ers that year, I can't remember what year it was, is that the last of that? Yeah. In terms of, like, a defense? And if Jim Harbaugh would have just had the balls to put it on the ground and run it, Ray Lewis hadn't made a tackle since the middle of the third quarter. His, right. arm, his arm was gone. Right. And Haloti Nada wasn't in the middle anymore. And his, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh was thinking. Just run the damn ball. How, are you able to, like, remember all the games from your career? Almost. Like, random. Like, if I said, did this second, second, you, you remember all the shit. If you give me a certain instance of something. Or if you that, see a picture of it, like, you're able yeah, to, I like. Can you, I can tell you. I can tell I you. Can, yeah. I can recall a little bit. Of, yeah, should be. How do you feel about <laughs> your guy? I mean, he, 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 I think he's, he's, like, almost a bigger star than anybody on his team. How do you feel about Gruden being back in the NFL? You know what? I had the unique pleasure of being able to talk to Coach, because that's my man. Go see him in his office. You get him on your podcast yet? No, nah, not yet, but see, I'm going to Oakland and get him. I'm going to Oakland and get him. Come on. This, he, this is what he you already can, told, he already told me yes. This is what you can do he that no one yes. else can do. No, he told me yes. He told me yes. I got him. I got him. I got him. You a Raider man? Fuck yeah. I mean, I, I, I had to make sure. I, I, I'm make a sure. Giant. I know you. I definitely say you're a giant you, super freak. Be, but how could you not be a Raiders yeah, fan? Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. I mean, we all. You like football. You got to be a badass. You either respect him, hate him, but I mean, if you like the NFL. You got you got you got to know and love the Raiders. I mean, it's just what it is. The silver and black is a commitment to excellence. It's Al Davis. If you know anything about it. Same high school. Erasmus Hall High School, Brooklyn, New York. Hey, he tells me, uh, you know what he told me one time? Mike Tyson would be afraid to walk in my neighborhood when I was there. He's crazy. He wasn't bullshitting. I know he wasn't. He wasn't bullshitting. Oh, That old man do not play no games when he's telling you something. It was so sick. Oh, I was, oh my God. That old man told the best story. What, was he ever. cool? Oh my God. You couldn't wear all white like that and not be cool in a fucking cucumber on the other side of the... That song, bitch, was the best. That's why I called him the great Al Davis. Because head coach, commissioner of the AFL, general manager, world champ, Hall of Famer, everything you want. That's 
That's what Mr. Davis to me. So, oh. so Gruden. Oh, I had the unique pleasure of calling them Tuesdays and Wednesdays after he'd fly from wherever. And we talk football, you know, because that's my guy. We talk football and, you know, talk about him, Mike Tirico, and the, and the telecast and everything. And then I'd get over there with him sometime and watch him, you know, do his little work, you know. I say, you do all this damn work. Why don't you go coach you a damn team? I'm thinking about it. You know, and every time, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Then I got a call last year, and he said, I think I'm going to put the band back together. And I said, oh, shit. I mean, I didn't need to start the conversation about it. I'm like, are we coaching? Are we still in the booth? Happy, you know, making money, Corona commercials, you know. What it, what it do? I mean, is, is the fire still there? It burns like a son of a bitch. You know, they, I mean, he, he's everything you want in a high-performance vehicle that'll go off-road in any way you want to go. I mean, he, he's that. I mean, we about to find out if these kids like something other than likes, views, and follows. I guarantee you, he's going to MF somebody that's got one of these little fragile egos that has never been told anything, but he's the next best thing since sliced bread. No, next best thing since Betty White. You know Betty White's older than sliced bread? <laughs> I looked that up one time. Is she really? Up. Yeah, older God than sliced damn. bread. Ain't that some shit? Older than sliced bread. Yeah, I'm telling She's you. She's actually older than sliced older bread. Older than sliced that's bread, That's some dog. funny shit. Yeah, I looked that up. I'm like, that's some funny shit right there. I don't care you say old, better than, you know, sliced bread is better than Betty White because Betty White's older than that's sliced bread. That's fucking funny. She's older than sliced damn so, bread. So go ahead, Gruden. But Gruden, I'm telling you, he will MF you by this long. I remember when he used to rip Keyshawn. What the hell, you? And we'd all be laughing because, I mean, there wasn't no social media world and... Nobody was going to find out about it, you know. I used to, you know, make, I had a joke in the locker room where I'd do the plays and come out of the locker come out of the huddle like a Keyshawn going the wrong way. And, I mean, the guys would laugh and just, oh, man, we'd have a ball with it. None of these kids would get there. I mean, you had to have tough skin to be on a football team, a basketball team. You know this. That's just them your brothers. Brothers fight and razz and pick at each other all day long. And these kids aren't ready for this. So do you think that there's going to be some bumps in the road, conflicts of interest? Guys not, a, are gonna... not, a, not a conflict of interest. It's just going to be some, some people get their shit rubbed wrong, and they're going to want out of there. Because these kids have never been treated this way. Because he, he, when you played for him. Oh, my God. There's it no is. you're Warren Sapp. There's no you're Keyshawn. Boom right to West Short, 358, X Dagger, ZN, X out, uh, Spider 2 Bananas to check. And you got to get your ass in there and call this shit as a quarterback. And he's on you. I used to go to the quarterbacks meetings with him. And Brad Johnson used to be sitting over in the corner like this here, Mike. I swear to you, like this here. And he'd be looking and he'd be like, God damn. And I'd be like, what's the matter, Brad? And, you know, John would take a break, go run, get him some coffee or something. And Brad would look at me and be like, Sap, can you get him to shorten that shit just a little bit for me? I'm like, which one? He was like, that Boom West White short 358 X Daggers. I'm like, that one? He was like, yeah. I'm like, why don't we just call it 358 X Daggers EN and that boom right west of shore? Everybody got to already know it. He's like, tell it to him for me, please. So it takes me about two weeks to get this done, but I get it done because I'm like, I mean, he loves this play. I mean, he calls. <laughs> he loves saying it. He loves everything oh, about he it. He loves everything about it. And he has a check to get out of it if it's a blitz. So if it's not a blitz, it's the play he wants. But if the blitz coming, he's got to fake it and, you know, the. We call it Tampa Pass. You know, fake it to the tailback, dump it to the fullback with a with a flag off the end and a hook over the mm-hmm. middle. You know, it's just it's just one of those plays you can get out of it, you know, because nobody's going to pick up that fullback coming out like that for a three-yard game. You can have that every time. 
A defense will give that to you. But that 358 X dagger Z is a mother, boy. When you got to deal with that, that's an 18-yard dig coming up on the top. Is his style of football, do you think he will he will adapt to the game since it's obviously – No, no, we, the game has made it easier for him to do this now. For Gruden. Because it's wide open. Because of his mind? Oh, my God. Well, he, will he, be able to he is going to show you something and you're going to swear you know what it is and it's going to be like, damn it, it's something else? Yes. That's all he does. He's like that shit that we oh saw on TV. Oh, my that's, God. That was just a, a smidgen. When a man wakes up at 3 a.m. in the morning and goes to his office at 3.15. When he doesn't he, have to be there. And he ain't coming out of that bitch until he, he felt like this. <sighs> okay. I mean, eyes burn. Just. I've been there. I'm like, yo, you are gotta you kidding me, dude? Like, 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 dude, what are you doing this for? He's like, I, I, I love it. You, you listen. You started a podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit ahead of you. You're a fucking Hall of Famer. Do you and John Gruden just fucking football shit that I can't even? The thing is, like, like I'm not gonna sit here and try to talk that football shit with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I mean? We, I mean no, because, we, because we're gonna talk saying, that shit together. We're gonna talk that shit. Yeah, but you and football. John Gruden, just oh, yeah. Yeah, you doing yeah. a podcast talking that shit. Yeah. That football yeah, shit, like that, that, that 380. That yeah, yeah. And yeah. the stories and the yeah, great. Yeah. You have to fucking do that. Listen, That's I am going to watch you. much listening got you. podcast. I got you. Because you're starting Because you got me now. I see now. I need a camera. <laughs> no, no, you. we did this for special occasion. Yeah? We just did this. Yeah, we yeah. did this for oh, okay. the fucking warrants. Look, I got four pages of notes. Rule number one of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Do not have notes. No, no fact checking. I got four pages of notes here for we, fucking we, Warren we Sapp. We live in our world. Yo, I love it. I had to bring out the notes for you. It's fucking Warren Sapp here. I, I love it. Right, yeah, me, no, no, I got to tell you, I used to go in his office when he was on Monday Night Football, and the refrigerator is full of Corona. I mean, full of beer. I mean, I go in there and give me a beer, pop it over me. Look at this fat ass. You know? Look at this guy. Like, what, what you got? What you got? I mean, look at this. I mean, and we just go through it, and it's like, what has happened to the game of the hit, hustle, the love, the passion? It's like, is that just? I'm throwing this. It's devil, devil's advocate. Is that just? You're 45. It's change. You're player hating, or like, like? I know. I'm. I'm. That's what the kids tell you now. If you don't like, yeah, they, they, like, fo like follow of you, you're a hater. Fuck you. No, this ain't about Fuck hate. Fuck you. This ain't about hate. Hey, these hey, fucking I, I hate. No hate. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. And I didn't, I'm a hater. Whatever you want to call it, you say, uh, put it up. I'm a hater. I say, you ain't shit. Put it it's up. Just, put it up. Put it up. Everything's we a fucking say hater. One, one year's a fluke. And then they want to hate you. Two years you got you. lucky. Three years, now we might got something. Fuck you. You ain't shit. That's it. <laughs> Listen, they live off one catch, one run, one tweet, one post. God damn. How long did you play in the league? 13 years. When did you stop being great, great, great? Like, when did you feel like you're, you're how many years were you at your, like, greatest? I had 10 sacks as a 34-year-old, and I retired at 35. You, you were consistent. I just wanted to love the game like the game loved me because it took me off a dirt road. And that dirt road now bears my name. So I, I, I was not going to disrespect the game at that age. And I had looked up the, the stats, and it was only like five guys that had 10-plus sacks as a 30-something-plus-year-old. You know, they, they put this on you, you know, because when you hit 30, you hear the stories. Right. That's it. It's over. Right. I had won my championship, and I was 30. Now it was what was I going to do next? Were you 30 when you won the bowl? 29. Do you, as a, obviously you, you, you won in Tampa, 
as a fan of the game, you asked me about the Raiders, like I'm vehement. I'm, and, and Mark Davis, Al Davis, these are your people. You know them in a different way. I'm so offended as a, as a, as a fan of the NFL, the Raiders going to Vegas. I, you know what? I put it on my damn thing with that damn ugly ass thing. You saw that shit with the, with the, with the logo with that Colonel it. Sanders ass uh, mustache? Yeah. Al Davis rolling over in his grave. Kicking it, right? Oh, my God. He wants to come out of the grave and choke the hell out of Mark and whoever the hell designed that. What are they doing? The Raiders? No, I got this for you. Listen, if no, you no, want no, to start no, a franchise no, no, no. down there, No, no, do no. It. I got this for you, Mike. There's 53 guys on the football team, right? And Vegas is a gambling town, right? Now, all of a sudden, this kid's hanging out with the, the manager or the runner over at Sapphire, but he really doesn't know this because... The guy ain't told him this, but he's a cool-ass guy that, you know, got girls, and I'm just the L4 on the kick return team, and I play the big four and the little two. You know what that is, a special team. Yep. Big four, little two. You know, I'm never going to see the field unless it's 45 nothing, right? I'm good. No. No, I'm not. saying he's like he, that's who you he, go after. But I'm saying because now I walked in the room and he put a hundred thousand. He thinks no, no, no. he's good. Like he, he makes a hundred. He makes two hundred and ninety, maybe three hundred. Now is the minimum. It was like one ninety three when I so I just put another hundred on. So now let's say he makes three hundred thousand, maybe four. Let's put it at four, four hundred thousand. So now it's two hundred with taxes, right? I walk in and I drop a hundred thousand dollars in front of him, and I say, when y'all are in the third, fourth quarter. And they're kicking off. No matter what that score is, I'm going to need that kickoff to go right up your hole. You know how easy it is for an L4 to run into an L5? And you know how big that hole is right now on a football field? Are you saying, because are you thinking? No, I'm telling you something that is real. And if nobody in 345, 315, whatever the hell they new address is, if they think about avoiding the concussion payments with the old guys and avoiding the national anthem with this dumbass, you know, orangutan in the White House or whatever the hell they got going on, you know, I, 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 you better be aware that why is there never an injury in the NFL not reported or, or, or something pop up? That the line in Vegas, how close are the line every week? Mm. Right on it, right? They're right on it because they're in the locker room. Right. They're in the locker room. And now you're going to put a team in the, right in Vegas? And you got a kid making $200,000 take home, and I can walk in with a $100,000 briefcase and tell him, I need that touchdown. You know Vegas. I know football. I know football. And if you get the L4 to run into the L3, and they fall down, the next dude is the L5 and the L2. You know how big a hole that is? You know how fast that kick returner is? And they trying to come up with new rules to make the kickoff exciting again, right? Play with it. Do you you, th- so that you- takes about four seconds to put six on the scoreboard. That's real shit. You just That's can't. real shit. That's the first thing that hit my mind. I went, you walk up to the L4 and you be like, when the game is around 17, 14, or four or five point game, we're kicking off. Y'all kicking off. You just scored to get back in the game. I need that kickoff going to the house or, or past the 50. <laughs> you, you, you threw it because I was just talking about, I was worried yeah, about dude getting caught did, up with the strippers You just talking about some strippers and bullshit. No, I'm talking about the goddamn I was line. talking about like a defensive tackle. I'm talking about some real like, money. I'm talking about some real money. Some real money. Is that a concern for you? When I heard it, I went. That, that's the first. If nobody in the league realizes this, 
because they live there now. Now Monday is there. When you get finished watching the tape on, on after, after Sunday, Monday, Tuesday's normally the off day. So now we got Monday afternoon, Monday night to go do whatever I want, In go Vegas. hang out, have a good time, You're whatever. You're 23 from get, Alabama. Get, get patted on the back. You the L4. You are the 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 right gunner. You are what the. What about the fucking star slot receiver who's you know makes the, too much money? You don't want to touch him because now you're asking a star to become right. There's the too next, many eyes the on the next it. headache. I out got at you. ASU. Or, I got you. You know the guys, the, the the BC guys or whatever. You don't you you don't touch the star. You kick some you real touch, shit. You touch the guy that makes two hundred thousand dollars and you just dropped a hundred in front of him. Right. And he's from the swamp somewhere. Listen, man, that man don't know Hillbilly Jim from uh, Hillbilly John. I'm telling you, we talking about the X's and O's. It's the Jimmys and Joes. When I ask you quarterbacks, we we talked about Randall. You said he was he wasn't he wasn't the great great Randall. No, that wasn't the ultimate weapon. He was he was an, an agent. But then he shows up in Minnesota, and him and Randy Moss going. They a did tear. their thing. Trust me, I was I, I was underneath that gun too. You were dealing with that. <laughs> I was underneath that gun too. Dan Marino, John Elway, oh. Steve Young, oh. Troy Aikman, Tom Brady, Mike Vick, Steve McNair, Tony Romo, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. Did you did, just find my sack list? No, no. You got all these fucking guys. <laughs> oh no, almost, but almost. But no but Romo, but let me just let me guys. just let me just pick a name. No, like it, when you say this guy was what okay. as a quarterback, John Elway. Oh my God, the gunslinger with that with that with that pigeon toe. <laughs> I grabbed him one time in '96, had him wrapped up, finna take him down. He flipped it with his left hand. I wanted to slam him, but I had so much respect for him, I just let him go. I'm like, you son of a. <laughs> And he laughed at me. We still laugh about it to this day. I mean, he like, remembers. Oh. You, you know, had him? Oh, rap because I grabbed him and I was rapping him. And I went to rap him. And that's when I realized then it's no respect. You have to dirty dog him and then tell him after the game how much you loved him. <laughs> as a kid growing up. You got to dirty dog him while the, while, the, while the play is going on. Then after the game, I'm going to express how much I love you and how much you know you meant to me as a kid and all of that. Yeah, But in but, that moment, you... Oh, I, I had the respect for him. Damn. And, and he flipped it out on me. I went, son of a... And I said to myself then, that's the last time that ever happened. Steve Young. Oh. Why was he so special? He's a little dude, right? You know what? And I tell people this all the time. This is what John Groom was going to do with Chris Sims, was going to flip your offense because now when a right-hander drops back, he's viewing the field from this way back that way. Mm-hmm. You flip it the other way with a left-hander. Is that the a other big way. advantage, the left-handed quarterback? It's just like a left-hander in basketball, like Chris Mullen and most left-handers are special guys. When you you say have... you, you mentioned Chris Mullen because I kind of remind you of Chris Mullen. No, right? no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's just that New York flavor, baby. You know what I'm saying? I, that was my guy oh, that boy, oh, that boy's beast, St. John. Big East. 94 defensive player of the year, Big East, right here, baby. <laughs> Come fucking, on, baby. No, 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 that's Big here. East, baby. I'm with Pat. But that wasn't the real Big East, though. That is the real. That wasn't the real fucking Big East. The Big East. Listen, the Big East is fucking St. John's. They were. They, they didn't play football. I, I know. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay, okay. But the foot, I got. <laughs> I'm I got still it. Big East. I got to do with my that. My Big East but basketball. St. John's and all of St. John's, uh, Syracuse, Boston College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Georgetown, all that. Seton Hall. Those are yeah, my yeah. Guys. yeah that's it. Villanova. Come on, Nova. Come on. With the, with the man was whole high. He shot the ball all that. <laughs> the McLean brothers. McLean brother. High as hell, shoot that thing, and everything Didn't fell miss. that night. Everything fell that night. All right. So Shit. I interrupted you, Steve Young. No, sorry, Steve Young. That guy. The, the most accurate passer in the game until these new kids came up and everything opened up to where now it's just it's crazy. But Steve Young was that the purest of passes. I mean, oh, he could deliver the ball. Yeah. 
this guy, I mean, he, he's still going. The fact that he's still going. Tom Brady. The greatest. Why? Because we measure him by championships. We measure him by playoff appearances. We measure him by playoff performances. And if you got anybody that was down 28 to 3 and said, the hell with that, we coming back and I am not going to hold right. our championship. The fact that he even said, Julian Edelman, he had the balls to see. Julian Edelman's a nasty fucker, too. Listen. I remember when I heard them say, it's going to be a hell of a story. I was like, motherfucker, there ain't no story. I'm going to sleep. The, the fact that they were even talking that Listen, shit. That's how you believe. Because it's, it, it's an old additive that we only need these 53, 53 men in this locker room to believe in what we believe in. But that's the God, the honest truth. Because the coach is just calling that shit. You got to make it go. I'm telling you, it ain't about the X's and O's. It's the Jimmy's and Joe's. I'm telling you. When you got a special group of motherfuckers that believe that this is us, you can go get it. That was crazy. That's crazy. Because Atlanta, only thing you needed to do was, after Julio makes the catch, run it three times in a row, kick the field goal, they have no more timeouts, you're up 11. Who the fuck didn't do that math? That's simple. After they call timeout, that's simple math. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that's nuts getting tight in a big game and you don't know what to do. It's because all that, situational right? football. Situational football is what Belichick teaches his his team. And they knew exactly what was gonna happen because after Atlanta made the catch, they just lined up like this was a normal situation. No, this was dire straits. We're about to send the fucking house at you because we need the ball back and that clock stopped right now. They didn't even know they were gonna blitz them like that. I I I can't stand the Patriots, but, but obviously it. I respect the shit respect out of them. You, you know, my Giants it. beat their ass. You gotta respect. What it. do you think about these players? I can't remember his name. I was talking about that are coming out and saying it's no fun. He played for Belichick. It's no fun playing for the Patriots. Amendola took a little shot, like saying, you know, I want to be free. All right, all right. What do you right. think about that? No, no, no. We've always heard this that you will sacrifice to win championships. What do you sacrifice? You, money. Uh, accolades and all. Richard Seymour might have been one of the finest defensive tackles to ever play in the National Football League, and nobody will ever know it. Because he played New England, won championship after championship, didn't have many sack numbers, didn't have many great years, never won a defensive player of the year, didn't go to many Pro Bowls, but was a great defensive tackle. In your prime, if you had gotten drafted and you played for Bill Belichick, would you... Forget now with perspective. I'm talking about when you were. No, no, no. I think Bill could you have had played? a plan for me because when he was in Cleveland, he wanted to draft me and put me with uh, Michael Dean, Perry, Dan Footman, and the uh, other guy that they had up there. I mean, he was going. He wanted to draft me in Cleveland. But, but what you but know Mike about Lombardi your personality and, and like the, the the greatness that you emerged? I into. think a great defensive coordinator like Bill Belichick would have found me a spot to fucking let me go get me a hundred sacks like I got. I mean, that that's what you go do when you find a talent. He found a way to go let Lawrence Taylor invent a whole new position. Right. That's what you do. When you find something that's a talent like that, like Brady, you go put pieces around him. You go get a Randy Moss. You go break Jerry Rice's damn record. You see what I'm saying? You go after Don Shula with 17 and 0. You know, that's what you do. When you hear these guys saying, like, when they're acting like it's not fun or be free, you can't be yourself the Patriot way, is that – like saying, I don't think you're that, not about that life. You know what? Or is there val validity in that shit? When the keep it real fucking community send a check, then you tell me about fun and keeping it real and all that bullshit. You know what New England is? Right. It's Bill Belichick's goddamn uh, Bill and Tom's excellent adventure. Right. And if you like to go to ten Super Bowls, you come over here and join us. If not, 
then carry your ass over there to Cleveland and act the jackass and lose 16 games and then fire up and get the first 6-1 quarterback since Mike Vick. Hey, enjoy yourself. Mike Vick. Oh. How, how good I, got, was, I got a story for you. Give it to me. You remember that run he went on in like 2000? No, no, 2001 because Simeon had just got to me. Mm. 2001 when he went crazy in Minnesota mm-hmm. and threw the ball in the stands. Yeah, went yeah, to, yeah. Went to Carolina and did them in the daytime. Then like two weeks later did them on a Sunday night game or something. Killing them. I mean, just like week after week after week. It's like highlight after highlight, right? Yep. So we're in, the, we're in the meeting. We got Mike Vick this weekend. Simeon, for some reason, I said he was moonlighting as a male stripper or something. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, as soon as we got in the meeting, the light went off, he gone. Mm. Gone. So we in this meeting and he's sleeping like usual and Brooks and him over there. So you gonna let your man sleep? I said, as long as he play like he play on Sunday, leave him the hell alone. He can sleep all he want on Wednesday and Thursday. That don't mean shit to me. I'll give him the call. Whatever we watch it, I'll I'll let him know what we got up here off this board. So long story short, Mike Vick in this bit. I mean, my God damn. 30 yard run, 40 yard, fifth touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I said, yo, pimp. That's why you call him Pimp. Hey, Pimp. No, yeah, yeah, what's up? I said, man, you might want to get some of this, dog. This shit is special. So he go to watch. <laughs> Three plays in a row, he go for another 50, 60. Oh, you're, you're watching tape. I mean, no. Third down after third down in a row, like the next third down in the, in the Carolina game, the next third down in the Minnesota game, the Minnesota game, the Minnesota game, not back to the Carolina game in the daytime, then the Carolina game at night. It's just third. It's the third down real like. Every third down Atlanta's had in the last five weeks, we're watching this. And I swear to God, eight, seven out of every eight is a 40-plus yard touchdown or a sick-ass run where he, I mean, making people miss. So <laughs> send me and watch about three of these in a row. And he put his hand up. And I look over at him, I'm like, yo, man, you know it's dark as hell in here. Nobody can see you right now. So he yell like, hey, hey, money. You know, cause that's how, that's how we had to do it. You had to you had to yell out, cause it's jet black dog, and he's up there running the clicker, and nobody nobody's gonna see you with your hand up. Just yell it out, hey, hey money, oh, yeah yeah, Simeon. Simeon say, oh, is this uh, is this like a highlight tape or something? It was that it was that crazy, dog. I'm gonna get this tape for you, cause I know the old video guy down in Tampa. I think he still got it, but I'm telling you, this third down reel was like. My God! So, what was it like when you was when when you were out there with him? Nothing like that, cause we never got him in a position where he opened up on us like that. We we everything he was doing was like quick stops and then take off. And then we get him on the ground. I mean, we had we had a plan, and we had Derrick Brooks. Right. <laughs> we had a plan, cause I wasn't gonna let him go right up the middle, because right. that's how he gets started. Once he goes this way, then everything side to side is a lot easier once you're going that fast. Was he was he the fastest quarterback that you played against ever? By by not even close, ever. ever. Like fucking like ever. Quick ever. Everything. Shit, he outrun a bunch of the running backs I went up against. I don't shit. What Chris Johnson maybe? The only back I think. Fa- oh, Michael prime, Bennett. Mike Michael was Bennett. that. He was that fast. My God. <laughs> it was it was no angle. It was like that Dion fast. Like right. like he's just running. Like just going and it's effortless. <laughs> oh my God. Who okay? I'm gonna go to running backs. You 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 played a game. I mean, Edrin, Ladanian. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's only one running back. Adrian Peterson, Ricky Williams, Terrell Davis, still ain't Frank Gore, name. Jamal still Lewis. Still ain't call his name. Tiki. You you you, Priest are, Holmes, you are old as me. You Emmett still ain't Smith, call his name. Barry Sanders. There he is. 
I saved the best for last. There he is. Okay. I don't need the the other guy. It's Barry Sanders, and then I should have flipped the list. No question. I love EJ. EJ was one of those diagonal runners that can get it done. I mean, Chris Johnson was just, you give him a crack and he's gone. I mean, he just Florida fast. I mean, that's what he was. And Florida and, fast. Yeah. And, and, Why are you motherfuckers so fast down there? You know, the damn orange, the orange grows. You know that thick ass sand that yeah. the oranges grow in? We run through them shits. And then when the green oranges are out, we have green oranges fight and throw them at each other. And you got you to gotta run. This Florida shit is real. Yeah, and then you go down to Belglades, they got that muck. Well, they out there chasing the damn rabbits out there That's in the real shit, right? That's real shit. Listen, man, when you don't have money, we don't have Speak the Speak on it. We don't have the why to go to. They don't build us basketball courts, you know, that with shade over the... You ever seen those damn things in Puerto Rico in those damn South American countries with a shade over the top? Like, if they'd have built us one of those in the damn country, we'd have played basketball all day. That's why y'all can play basketball. It gets cool up north. We can't touch that shit. Uh-uh. No. We got, we got to entertain ourselves other ways. <laughs> And make a dollar. Because <laughs> mom, mom ain't buying no $100 shoes. Right. Them Jordans you want, buddy, you better go to work for them. Right. You ain't no $100 shoes around here, buddy. I hear you. You know mama, mama buy them bobos for your ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> bobos and Bobos make you feel real fine. <laughs> the, the, so when you think of Barry. Oh, I think of a nightmare. I used to hate the damn practice. How low was he? Oh, my God. Right on the ground. We talking about. Like a little fucking bowling ball? Yeah. A butcher knife that'll cut your ass in half as he's on his way for six. He had two 80-yard-plus runs in a game against us. And you know what my defensive coordinator walked in and said? Now, if we take away those two runs, he had 1.7 yards of carry. Yeah, right. That's That That means jack shit. <laughs> that means jack shit when I got to watch this damn tape right now. This man went for 80 and 82 in the same game. So Come Barry's on. first, yeah. and I said him last. I said Emmett Smith and all these other guys. So when I say Barry, who's who's second after Barry Sanders? You say the best. Like who's like? I need to get some fucking LT. sleep. Well, Damian was a motherfucker. Yeah, that was my Oakland years, and I just told him one thing: when Marshall Falk too, him and Falk. Yeah, he's on my him list too. Him and Falk, because I'm talking about every down backs. You know these damn first, second down backs that can't catch. Adrian Peterson, you can't catch. Can't get on the list. Is that their fault, though? Like, yeah. Like, like, expired. Yeah. Okay, okay. Tell me, to me. Tell me a basketball me player who don't use his left damn hand. Is I, it his fault? No. It's he, not? No, He's it's in his the fault. Damn gym it's his every fault. Day. It's his fault. It's his You're fault. You're in a football facility every day. But, but let me ask that you this. That football gets thrown every day. But let me ask you this question. No. If I throw you a football, you can catch a football. When they explain this to me, and I'm not challenging you, because I, I want to know. Because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know what yeah, I know, and I know what I don't know. When you say a running back can't catch... You don't mean that literally, right? Yeah, I do. Like, like he fights the ball. Like he fights it. Like, like he's throwing the ball here. He'll try to grab it. That's not catching the ball. Catching the ball is... So what you have to do is get that little tether and tie it to the chain and sit there and throw it and it'll come back. You ever had so that? You, you remember say, that platinum? You yeah, remember that tether? Absolutely. You have to put work into your craft. So when you say as good as Adrian Peterson, one of the greatest... He'll never be on the list for the greatest running back of all time. Why? He's not a, he's not a three down back. He's coming out on third down. I don't know if it's protection, but I think it's his catching because <laughs> I've seen the screens. It's ugly. A man that Because he fluid, can't catch. That man that... You ever shook his hand? No. Oh Is he a God. fucking beast? Dude, if, you know what I... When I, when I go up to him and I tell him, I, I tell him his face, I love him all the time. He's like, yo, 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 OG right here, baby. Come on, come on, come on. Da, 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 da. He's like, I know, I know. My God, he will bring you to your knees. 
And for a man that has that kind of ability to squeeze and not be delicate with that ball, you know, can't catch. See, I find that so fucking interesting because, like, I'm saying, like, so you mean can't catch at an NFL level? Not like no, I mean, in your backyard, he'd have trouble throwing the ball back okay, and forth. Okay, this ain't no shit that just happened no, when, you, you, when you go to work. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like when you when you because, hear that as a fan, because, I'm like, what do you because, mean you no, can't no, no, catch? Because, I can because, catch a fucking football. Because if you watch him, he works out. He runs. You never see him working on his hands because his strength is I'm a powerful running back. You can hand the ball to 30 times. He just in the wrong air for it. So when I see show you this list of these guys here, yeah. like obviously you respect all these guys, yeah. but who of them can't catch? I'm going to I'm saying this, Ladini, Jamal Lewis, right. Jamal Lewis. Right, but he, he his career was so short. Yeah, and Tiki had to learn how to catch right. and stop fumbling. Terrell Davis just was special. He was special. He, he was just one of those guys. And Frank Gore, I mean, with all the knee problems he had, I mean, but he, but Jamal couldn't catch. You and know, Frank Jamal. is still you, fuck, Yeah, Frank is, Frank's still gonna run. Frank gonna run that thing until. Oh my goodness, Frank. Frank's special. Frank's just one of those guys that was built to play this game until you pried the helmet from his cold dead fingers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Defensive <laughs> guys in the NFL. First of all, when you grew up playing, when you grew up as a fan of football, who, who was the guy that you looked at that that inspired you about football? Defensively, no, no defensive player. Not back then. Not in the seventies and eighties. You, everybody wanted to be a running back. And my brother was a running back in high school and ran for three hundred forty-eight yards and five touchdowns in front of my eyes. So, my brother was was it for me. No, nobody on TV. Nobody in the NFL. My brother. I got to sit and eat with him, and he had a state championship jacket from Texas. He had done one and brought it back to Florida. He was everything to me. I mean, that was my guy. I mean, shit, we was playing out in the yard, and one of my homeboys grabbed a ball and was like, I'm on their license. and we all stopped. Like, you can't, that's sad, brother. You can't be, you know, because you always had to be somebody. Earl Campbell, Tony Dorsett, whoever it was. You remember that? That's, of course. That, 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 that was us, sweetness. Walter Payton, come on, man. Carrying the ball like a loaf of bread. Pony and Stevin with them kangaroos with the pocket on the side. Come on, baby. Walter was Come on, beautiful man. You, to watch. Lawrence Taylor was the first person that all made us go, oh, my God. Made it sexy, oh, right? Oh, boy, made it so sexy. I mean, Lawrence was the was everything. I mean, the stories of him climbing up the side of the building in North Carolina and then throwing the desk out and everything. I mean, Lawrence was everything. Uh, this is my and then per- Dion made it even more fashionable to want right. to be that, that, that defensive guy but like that. But he was like a freak. Yeah. Because he, he was he could, a do anything. he could do anything. This is my opinion. You're going to like this. Uh-huh. Lawrence Taylor is the greatest football player ever because, and it'll never be duplicated, he's the only full-fledged crackhead to win MVP. Listen. Tell me I'm lying. Listen, that'll listen, never be happened. That'll listen, never hopefully listen, it'll never happen again. Listen. My, my, oh, crack. My life's You're from you're from my Florida. Li- my life skinned brother would not like you said that about him. About LT? <laughs> yeah. This he is- wouldn't say crack. I don't think I don't think he said Oh crack. no. He was crack. on all that good yeah, shit. Yeah. Sap. Listen, Lawrence gave him apple juice one time in a piss test. He's my guy. Oh, that's my guy. That's, I just left him at the Bo Jackson. I mean, that's my guy. Trust so, me. That's my guy. The greatest football no, no, player no. ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. I he mean, was crack already is not a no, performance no, 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 no. enhancing no, no, drug. No, no, no. Listen to this. Sat. Listen to this. Because Motherfuckers no, no, no. can't tie their shoes Phil, on crack. Me and Phil Sim was on Showtime inside the NFL for four years. And me, I done been to the house with the mama and the babies, everything. You got the, the stories no, behind no, the oh, stories. Oh, no, no, no. Just one. Give just one for you. <laughs> he said one night him and um, 
Bill Parcells. That's my Hall of Fame classmate, too, Bill Parcells. So I, this is my whole little triangle right here between these three. One night they in their late night playoffs. <laughs> Security guy hits the door about midnight. Bro, coach. And he looks and sees Phil. He's like, uh, he's like, I say what you got to say. There's no secrets between me and Phil. He's like, Coach, Lawrence just hit the back door. Coach looked over at his wife and said, Ah shit, let him go. Didn't matter. Four sacks the next day. It was, I mean, it, you, you got to know when to hold him, know when to fold him sometimes, baby. And hey, know when to walk away and know when to let that man run. So let him go. All right. Defensive players now, Sap. Ah. Who do you like? Who, do, who excites you? Who's great? Who's overhyped? <laughs> you don't have to shit on anybody. Yeah, 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 who, yeah, who's great? Yeah, yeah. Who's great? No, no. What, what gets me excited is 99. Aaron Donald. We talking about the defensive player of the year as, as I look at it. But I remember, I remember when I saw him. He's a him, fucking beast, Oh, right? I remember when I saw him coming out of pit. Another Big East. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I watched him come out, and they was, you know, they were asking me on the network, you know, who I thought. I said, Aaron Donald is the closest thing I've seen that can, you know, move and shake like I like I did. You know, because that, <laughs> that was always. Right? The, no, we're about the same size. Really? Well, now he's bigger than me. You know now, what I'm saying? Now. In your prime. No, 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 no. He's not taller, no, no weight more than me. Oh, shit. But the, but he's maybe just a little smaller because I think he's like 6'2", 290, 285. Damn. And I was like 6'2 and a half, 300. You were 300? Yeah, 307 that day I went with Brett Favre talking all this shit in the playoff game. <laughs> 307. And the only reason I know that because Favre comes out, I was like, how much you weigh? What the fuck you mean how much I weigh? Today? He's like, yeah. I'm like. I didn't weigh myself this morning before I came to the stadium. Why? So he goes in the huddle, call the play, come out. The damn program say you weigh 276. Red 18. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. We're just we have the damn conversation in the middle of play. He hands it off. I go there. We tackle doors at 11. Get him on the ground. I pop back up. I say, that's what I weighed when I checked in the training camp at 276. I say, today, I, last Friday, I was 307. I knew it. I'm like, what are you saying? You think you can outrun me? Don't worry. You'll get your shot. <laughs> That's fucking oh dope. Oh, my God. Chased him all day long. I That's mean, oh, fucking God. dope. That son of a bitch. I'm telling you, it was like two country boys that knew each other across the street, and we just had five different friends that we just liked to go out and play till the damn sun go down. That's, That's fucking dope. Frank Winters hated it. Oh, Frankie Duncan Donuts. The Why? Center. Why? Frank told him, say, the more he talks, the better he plays. <laughs> That's what he told Frank. Because gets you going. Oh, I mean, it's just one of those things the where... It, you just, it just, it just adds, it's hot sauce on it. Oh my God. Hot sauce, tartar sauce, all that good shit. Whatever mix you got, a little mustard too. Yeah. All right. So, so Aaron. Oh, Aaron Donald gets me excited. I want to see what JJ Watt when he gets back. Cause you know. Is I, he I, great? You know When what? he's healthy. I mean, the injuries. Are... You know what? I No. And, and I say this because I've yet to see one game where they said, you two have him. And he does not make a damn play today. Because I've been in that damn blender where two dudes are excited to me and they ain't leaving. They and they're just shutting not, you down. They're not, trying to go, they're not trying to go to the next level. It's me and him on you today, big boy. So you say he's not great? Not in my eyes because a great player you would have to have a plan for. And I watch too many Sundays where he's just playing. Now, is he getting the numbers? Is he productive? No doubt about it. But... I watched the Jacksonville game, and you can watch it yourself. He makes three plays, and they're all on bootlegs. Not one time does Jacksonville run the fake boot and run the play underneath them where, they, where you got to make the tackle on the running back. They don't even run that play. They go to the boot first. 
I'm like, he's playing the boot, assholes. Ain't y'all watching the tape? You could see it from TV. I'm watching the shit. It's too easy. Defensive lineman. You know what the best part of an offensive lineman? What? They can't lie. The biggest lie offensive lineman will tell you is that. Flash trap. He'll flash you and go away. Well, explain that. Explain it in basic terms, Sap. All right. If I'm on the line of scrimmage and you across from me and you the three technique, mm-hmm. when this ball snap, if I have to reach block you, my first step is Which a reach, reach block. Which reach block means? I'm trying to take you over. Okay. So now we can get outside and stretch this play down thing. If it's a slip block to where now me and the, the tackle going to combo, I'm going to take a step and then I'm going to go. If it's a double team where we're coming at you, I'm going to go at you and it's a double team. There's no lying in that. If it's a pass play, I'm going to go with pass. Now, play action, that, that's, a fa- that's, that's a half false lie. But the biggest lie you get told is a flash trap and they go away. That's and you're it. reading this. Oh, no, I'm looking at this big fat ass gut. He ain't going nowhere without this. Yeah, that's where you have your eyes? No, my eyes are at the V of his neck. Because when I take off at the V of the neck, then it rises. Then his gut's coming in front of me. And it's either going that way, this way, or that way. I got you. See what I'm saying? That's what the fu- That's that football shit. Yeah, it's, it's just like a visual thing. And, and when you, you just when take you... off and you trust your eyes and your feet and hand follow. And you break that shit. That's how you got to break that shit. That's yeah, just, but you, you, I mean, you, it's just that simple. You can see it it's right in front of you. He's not going to lie to you. He's going to take off and come right at you. Offensive lineman is not going to lie to you. They can't lie. They can't. You ain't got that kind of time. Who's the best offensive lineman? Larry Allen. You talking a man? Why? Bench plus. 600 plus pounds, run a four, six. That's an animal. That's a beast. That's beast mode for real. The first time I saw him live, I was at my first Pro Bowl, and you know, I'm out there like a kid in the candy store. Reggie White's right there, John Randall's right here, Stubblefield, Derek Thomas is on the other field, Cortez Kennedy. I mean, all, I mean, all my icons, Smith Road, the practice with me and Brooks. I mean, we were having a damn good, I mean, like kids. All of a sudden, I'm in practice, and you got to be a stationary guy in, a, in, in the Pro Bowl. They really don't let you deviate a defense. Man, Larry Allen came around this damn corner. I'm talking about like that. I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, is that a 340-pound man just went by me? My God. I had never seen nothing like that. And from that point on, I wanted some. <laughs> I dreamed of it. I mean, I, we, we, we played each other like three times. But from that point on, I dreamed of it. I mean, he was that. And I had Randall McDaniel. That's the second guy. Those two, the most athletic, strong, smart, physical, dominating. And neither one of them would talk to you. That's what I hated about you, both you of them. You try to engage. Man, I chased Larry Allen all the way to the sideline one time. I tried to get him to talk to me. He wouldn't say shit. Wouldn't say a word. You would get out my face. That's all he said. You know why you're great? Because you said you saw him. You were impressed by his his size, his his whole physical oh, shit. Oh, I wanted some. That's oh, why you're that, Warren Sapp. I, I wanted some. That 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 was the test. That's that's that why. That was the test. But that little but shit that's right the test. there. I, you know what? I t- I say this all the time because I I heard Michael Jordan say this. Kobe Bryant was that guy because Kobe would guard you on the other end. Right. He he he'd give it to you down his end because he was a just. You got to be able to give it as good as you and, take it. And now come defend. And that was the thing. They was like they won't defend him. You know, Jordan used to always say they won't defend him. Why won't they go defend him? And I used to say, and I used to watch it. I'm like, he telling the damn truth. Mm. Like <laughs> they they won't they won't come defend him. I mean, but he'll go defend their ass, but they will not come on that other end right. and step back to him. Like, well, come on. I mean, that boy's an assassin. 
Ooh, I love the I love the Black Mamba. Oh, please, he's <sighs> straight cold, cold blooded, mean, cold blooded, and told on Shaq like that. <laughs> Shaq's the best, man. The best ever, dog. Seven foot two, lean down, listen to your story, the best. dog. I was with him in Orlando. Trust One, me. The, yo, the, special the, the guy. The salt of the earth. The, the, the salt ever. of the fucking the earth. The salt of the fucking earth, boy. If you got somebody to say something bad about Shaq, I'm coming to see him. I agree. Right? I agree. Dog, Shaq's the best, dog. He, he, he you know, you know, to be that big, oh. to be that famous, to be that great. And and he played bully ball, but he wasn't a bully at all. Do you know what I'm saying? Like at all. Like he that would, little he would, that little bump and stuff in the paint. He would do his shit, and yeah. he, you know. But he wasn't like no, no. He, he was. He wasn't Will Chamberlain. I'm gonna step on your throat and bust your head. He did open. all that, but yeah, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. But he did it he in, a, in a in a in a in a kind of kind of goofy, cocky, yeah. kind of joking way to you. I mean, he'd get in your shit. And he, yeah, a little bit, and but, he played but, he, but you knew he, he wasn't going to rip your head off. You knew he wasn't. He was just too he good of a guy. He didn't need to. He and, was too good of a guy. He was too good of a guy to do yeah, it. Yeah, not to say that he wasn't mean, but like- No, no, no. There's but a he, certain, you, you, touch him, you touch him in a certain yeah, spot, no. and he go. But, but to, to be that guy and handle it and the sense of humor, like he's a special dude. Yeah, solid ears. Um, all right. We said Aaron Donald. Who else? There's got to be another fucking player in the NFL that you like. Ron Miller? I was just going to throw it at you. You lost your damn mind. That's what I'm throwing you. I'm I saying love, you I like I love you. pass rushers, my man. Okay. The Vic Beasley in uh, Atlanta, I wish his ass would have, you know, showed up in the playoffs because that's when you get your name. It's not in the regular season when you get the 16 games. That's that's just that. It's when everybody's watching and everybody wants Vaughn to see. showed up. What? That boy. He showed up. Man, I remember sending him that text message before he played Cam Newton. I say, nephew. You got to take it over from start to finish. And he texted me back, I got you, on. I'm like, oh, somebody's going to get it. <laughs> I'm like, somebody's going to get it. That boy, and he loves it. That's, you know. What does that mean? Because you see the, 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 the change in the switch, in the, the long arm, in the technique. You can watch a great pass rusher and know someone that loves it because this ain't something you just fall out of bed and do. This is the hardest job on earth. Don't tell me nothing about no damn pitcher. Don't tell me nothing about hitting no damn round ball with no round damn bat. None of that shit. Rushing the passer. Why is it the hardest? I don't know the play. I don't know the snap count. I don't know the protection. And that damn quarterback's got a clock in his head that he don't want to be hit. And the last time I checked, if you're pretty good at this, they got a plan for your ass. Right. <laughs> Right, for, for the defender. They got a plan for your ass, because if they don't have a plan for you, the game is over. Right. So Vaughn is a motherfucker. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I call him the blind assassin. Them damn glasses. God damn. I'm like, I'm like such a nice guy, too. He's a good dude, too, boy. I'm talking about one of them good brothers, too, boy. Oh, I'm talking. And them damn glasses, he will not take them off. He, oh, my God. Is that God. a look, or can that motherfucker not see? He can't see. Who's your favorite offensive player in the NFL? Right now? Right now. Like, who's a guy, like, if you're flipping the channels, you're just going to you're gonna stop to watch? There's too many quarterbacks. You know all them damn quarterbacks, the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, when they own, any of them, Matt Ryan, any of them, when they, when, they, when, they, when they throwing that damn ball, when they spinning it, you love it, it. it's something to watch. But I, would, I, I love to watch a game where you spinning it, and now you got to deal with a defender coming after that ass. And now you got to adjust. You know what I'm saying? I, I want a good game. I want I want both sides to be able to rush the pass. I want both sides to be able to run the ball, you know, dump it off, do something. That Comeric boy is damn good down in damn New Orleans. 
I mean, shit. Him, Dante Freeman, McCaffrey in fucking Carolina. Where these damn little scatbacks coming from right little now? Little motherfuckers. Oh, cause the field's so wide open. I'ma throw, I'ma throw more names. It's at wide you. open. Come on. Quick hits. Cam Newton. Is he great? No. Why not? Who the fuck shows up at the Super Bowl and pops like that? Yo, we, we saw you look at the ball. That's the church's money. Dive your ass in that nose first. You've been playing football since you're a little bitty boy. Oh, no. You didn't just do that at the biggest stage in the world and then show up with the press calling with your, your hoodie on and you ain't got nothing to say? Remember he told us he was going to do something that no other black quarterback had ever done in the Super Bowl? I guess he ain't old enough to remember January 26, 1992 when Doug Williams won the MVP. <laughs> or Russell Wilson winning it a couple years before. I, I, I guess, you know, these kids, it's just 15 minutes or the last thing they saw because he did do something that no other black quarterback did at the Super Bowl. He went there and pouted like a little bitch with them ugly ass, what, what do they call those, uh, Capri Pants? They need to put a dress code in for all Man, us. man, just stop it. Stop. Just stop it. What was the four? Fucking four? put some goddamn. What was the four four at the at the at the, at the draft with the, uh, the? I was looking at the shoes and this. Oh, it's this area cold. Really? On the shoes? Put some fucking clothes on, man. Is Pull he, your pants up. Pull he, your britches up. I want to see your fucking. Pull your britches. I want to see your underwear. Nothing about your underwear is sexy. I wear a Frigo, one hundred and fifty dollars drawers. I still don't want to see them. Nobody wants to see them. They feel great. Okay. <laughs> Odell. Is he great? No. Can he be great? Yes. But you have to put in the work that now is a week in, week out thing. To where that great catch you made with them gloves, because you, you can't make that catch without those gloves. <laughs> I mean, that's, right. I mean, like, they like, made, hey, talk about running back that can't. Anybody man, can catch I, them. I play. I, that's I what makes it so bad. I'm telling you, you can. My son, I thought he was going to be in the NFL. It stops the they ball from rotating. It stops the ball from in spinning. In the tracks. It stops the ball from spinning. I saw that's some right. fucking Jewish white kids Trust with them me, gloves on. I never thing. I was thing. like, these are the best football players ever. Nine-year-old. fucking. And then I put the gloves on. I was like... I'm fucking... Ah. Hey, man, it's modern technology. I remember when we used to wear those Newmans, and if a drop of water got on them, you'd take them off and throw them on the, on, right in the middle of the field. They banned stick them when my man Lester Hayes. Yeah, Lester Hayes, but yeah, this but he was This is the brand tripping. new stick it. Oh, it's, be it's better than stick them. But it's it literally drip, like... It don't drip. They don't get wet. You ain't got to worry about them. They got an endless supply of them on the sideline for you. <laughs> so, so... Unbelievable. Uh, okay. He can be... But you got to give me something more than just one-handed catches. I want the 18-yard dig. I want that square in. I want that cross the middle. I want that. that you that, want that, I want it, it all. We need it. We need it. I want it, it all. I, Nine I, yards. You know what? I, I, I call Randy Moss the guillotine because he chop your head off. 80 yards is over. 70 yards is over. Terrell Owens was an ice cream scooper. He take chunks out of it. I mean, big chunks. Right. I mean, yeah. He look at you. Damn, who bit in my ice cream? T.O. Motherfucker taking chunks at you. That's what you need as a receiver. Give me something other than just this spectacular one-handed catch in the corner on the sideline. And that he was looking for the one-handed catch when he when he messed up his ankle. Because if you make that catch, you think about putting your feet on the ground. Once you do this and it goes through your head, now the body relaxes, and then you get rolled up. Right. That's how you get hurt. Who who what receivers? Who else? Antonio's. Oh, Antonio! Julio's a fucking. Beast. I mean, his dad was uh, touchdown Eddie Brown. I mean, you gotta understand. I mean, horses don't make sheep. I've been telling people this for years. If you walk over there at the construction site and you running your kid over there every Saturday afternoon, running his head up against the football, not good chances he's gonna be good at that. Mm. Horses don't make sheep. Who else? I mean, 
Let's look. I mean, what we got? Uh, Julio's a fucking beast. Oh, Jesus. The, the size of these kids. It's, who, he's, has, it's the evolution of man, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, said steroid in the milk because my mom and daddy that big. You remember that, that, that red top? Yeah. That, that's the only thing I'll feed my son. If you want, boy, I'm that homogenized. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that red top, baby. That's, These are some new. steroid in that milk. I'm telling you, dog. The, the, the evolution of man, like Cam, Cam Newton's size. Cam Newton's ridiculous. He, he's like bodyguard size. Like Bigger I, than bodyguard. That motherfucker's huge. He makes some bodyguards want to go to the gym. That's what I'm telling you. And then Dante Culpepper was like that too. It's just a couple dudes that are really free. Calais Campbell. Oh, my God. He's like the size of a door. Two of them going sideways. It's just ridiculous the size of some of these people, man. I mean... But that's the game that we're playing. They're getting big and strong. Ezekiel Elliott. What is your take on him? The talent and then all this other shit. I'm questioning the talent because the offensive line, when it was intact, ran great. When it wasn't, I ain't see that. Well, let me go and just get this three yards and, and maybe I can bust a tackle or whatever. You, you see that pouting and the, well, ain't no holes opening and, and, that, and, that, and that, 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 that griminess. Mm-hmm. Because the last time I checked, when you run for that kind of yards, people circle you. Mm-hmm. And now you got to come back now with a new plan. Because mm-hmm. if you do it one year, you got lucky. Do it two years, that could be a fluke. Mm-hmm. Three years, now we might have something called consistency. Mm-hmm. And these kids want to be flown to the top of the list and the greatest thing since Betty White, you know what I'm saying? And I don't and I don't understand it. It, it can't be that instant gratification, son. Really? Well, you How about Des Bryant? How can you go from being one of the most dominant, violent receivers? You remember you used to catch that ball and I'm like, man, that's a violent-ass receiver after he catch the ball. Now they talking about making him a slot and he doesn't have a team. Is that his personality? Is that his age? Is it a uh, combination of all. Is he because great? I've all no. Is he Hall nope, of Fame? No, no, no. Won't even make the semifinalist with, with what's going on now. I mean, it's just that simple. You have to have a body of work to talk about the Hall of Fame, and we talking about splash in the pan. That's what that is, splash in the pan. No consistency. Jason Witten has a shot, but there's not many tight ends in the Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> Is he going to, with Dez, is he going to wind up, uh, what's going to be, what do you think his outcome is going to be for this season? Because as of the recording of this. <laughs> I don't know about a job. I don't think he has one. It's going, you know what I heard through the grapevine, around $3 million and somebody assigned him around that number. So it's a money thing. For him now, because he got offered eight. Right. I don't know what's and wrong now with $8 like, million. You're not, you taking the three and it's. Oh, you taking it or, or, or walk. That's what happens. Once once the door closes on an opportunity like that. On that eight? Four is the highest you'll get. They're, they're, it's, like, it's like essentially, and this sounds I'm bidding against up. myself. Right. Somebody it's a business decision. Eight. It's absolutely. It's like I could get it for Listen, cheaper. I tell people this all the time. The NFL's a business. And if you don't realize that, you guys need to get out of it. Would you ever coach? No. That was a too long. <laughs> I like camps. I like kids. I like kids who want to work. You know, you got a you got a camp or something like that. I'll come in, ninety minutes, two hours. You know, I work with them. I do that all day long. But shh, you know how the fucking coaches put in them damn hours. It's long. That's right? a six o'clock damn coaches meeting, and that's if you lucky. Right. They have it at six o'clock. It's a hard fucking job. Six o'clock coaches meeting. That means your ass is up out of your bed and in your car by ten after five, driving to the job because 
Nobody wants to live on top of the damn facility. Right. <laughs> At least a 30, 40 minute drive. Right. Now you go ahead, traffic? Come on. So you got to get to the job, get yourself situated. Now you got to have a staff meeting. And this is the thing that got me. <laughs> Who's my defensive coordinator? Who's my head coach that's now finna yell at me about what this dumbass didn't do after I done sat there for five days on the road spoon-feeding his ass like applesauce? It's not for you. <laughs> no! I would have a higher sense of what you can get done than you would. I got you. And I can't, because I can see it. I got you. And I wouldn't be able to understand why you can't see it. That's why most great players aren't great coaches. Right. It was the little grunt that was over there looking at everything you. that now can... Break that down for somebody. Because the, the expectations and what, oh what you see, God. it's what I see, a different fucking oh. thing. Somebody told one of my friends told me, he was like, listen, asshole, we all ain't a fucking first ballot Hall of Famer. Turn it down. Said that to you. Yeah. Turn down the, the observing and the you didn't see that, you didn't catch like that. Like Mr. Fucking Know It All. You're like the A student answering all the questions in the front. With your hand up, like, baby. Like, we're, we're not fucking, we're just trying to get by here. Fuck no, I didn't have my fucking hand ooh, up. Ooh, 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 ooh. I was fucking sleeping in telling you to shut the, the back, fuck up, man. I don't no, know. I was in the back. No, I, no, but on the football field, but you know what I'm no, saying. No, I, I learned that <laughs> you had to pick your spots because if you just keep beating them upside the head, they'll, they'll eventually think that they're stupid. If you say it to them enough times, they'll eventually think it. So you have to give them some words of encouragement and... You just have to find a better way to lead them. That's all it is. If you if you lead your team and you lead it with the nine fists and not rose petals all the time, sometimes, you know, changing it yep. up, they'll hate you to death. And I don't have many of my teammates that hate me. A couple do. And listen. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I can't uh, please everybody, but I'll take, I'll take more that fight for me than the ones that right. won't. All right. Fucking Warren Sapp. You started your podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Root 99. Root 99. Yeah. Listen. I want to see Gruden. I want to see uh, Warren Sapp, Brett Favre. Open the fucking Rolodex. I got you, it. You, you, you and Shaq. I got it. I you, promise you, brother. You can shut I, down the podcast. I promise game. you, brother. I'm, I'm oh, gonna yeah, try. a little fact checking. No, no, no. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I, I don't go without that. I, I love that part. You of know it. the fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting old and my CTE act up sometimes. <laughs> That shit act up sometimes, boy, you forget. I was in the middle of going down the damn draft and forgot the quarterback I was talking. I mean, just draw the blank. My producer right there beside me, he can't say shit. I'm looking at him like, well, fuck it. Let's just rewind this and figure out how we got out of this. Let's just unwrap it. You just got to unwrap it. You made a joke about that. Now, what is your take on CT? Like, only Warren Sapp could pull that off. You know what? I You have to because... I was in an age where we went to camp, training camp, to get in shape and decide who were the 53 tough badasses that was going to leave there because... Meaning you were banging. We ran, we ran ISO draw. I mean, straight... What is that? Speak layman's football terms. I formation. I am the fullback. You are the Mike linebacker. You are four yards, five yards back behind the ball. And I'm a good four and a half yards behind the ball, too. And the guard and the center are going to open this A-gap. And me and you are going to run into each other. <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can destroy you to let the running back run off my shoulder and go for three more yards. And you're going to see if you can go through me, boom, knock me over and make the tackle for a gain of one. And we used to do this eight, nine times each each time we started drill. Mm. That was the that's, that was the lead play. 
Is that where you think a lot of the, the damage came from, from guys from your era and before? The pounding. Because... Not even in the games. Hey, you know what we used to say? Straight ahead, no fair dodge. Hit it like you live it. Hard and fast. Get wet! <laughs> I'm talking about boom, boom, boom. And I used to look at this like, there's just got to be a better way. Because I see the wall. But there should be five options for me. That's over, under, left, right, and through. I didn't like the through. The through hurt. Only I, I go through for certain occasions. NFC Championship games, Super Bowl, playoffs. And sometimes you got to go through. But I don't want to go through every day. And I, and I remember those month-long training camps. Shit, they used to have three a days with Ray Perkins down in Tampa. Yeah, three a days. Unbelievable. So, I mean, it, you ever heard of the Oklahoma drill? Explain what it is. I've heard of it. Two people laying on their Lay back. back to back. Yep. I and mean, head to head. Yeah, head to head. No, but about five yards, right. three yards apart from each other. I blow the whistle. We both roll over and see who's going to get up who's first. got the ball. No, no ball. Get up and run into each other. That's it. That's it. That's what the drill's for. You remember that? You saw the girls on the beach when they ran into it on the internet? Yes. Basically that. But they got off the ground and got up without the ball. That. And that was a drill everybody did. You went down the line. Oklahoma, you and you, you and you. I still see that today. When you're talking about the accumulation of sub-concussion hits, because that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the, the, the knockout, boom, the, the one you clearly see. We're talking about the one that, oh. The dings. Yeah, the dings. The what I, I, I tell parents all the time, would you take your 10-year-old and hit him upside the head 300 times as he was on his way out the door to go to school? Then why the hell do you allow Sam, the, 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 the Wall Street guy, or whoever the hell, the guy that got the money that now you know coaches the team on Saturday, to do that to your child? Are you kidding me? Let's get him in the chess clubs, tennis, tennis basketball, swimming. Let's, you know what I, I, tell, I tell black parents all the time? You know why there's only one Tiger Woods? Carl Earl Woods took his damn kid to the damn golf course. You know why there's only one Venus and Serena? Because Richard Williams took them two damn girls to the tennis court. I bet you if you take, because I've seen Monfils, oh, the, the Frenchman. And I know there's some kids out there with some hand-eye coordination with a racket if you set them in the middle. Come on, man. I, I, there should be Come motherfuckers. On, right? I, I think right? black American kids can, can do if, anything. If, soccer? Let's, let's, Listen, then worldwide, when, we, when we let the little boy, there's money the, in that the, shit. The Davis boy swim. He went and got him a gold medal. Gabby, whenever we see one in, in any of these other sports, they go get that. There's gold money medal. in soccer. Listen, mon- there's money, plenty of it, dog. So do you think so? So so do we you- don't expose our children to it because we're so centralized with football and basketball. We've left baseball alone to the right. Latinos. Hey man, they tell you we got a black pair. It was David Ortiz in Boston. I'm like, there's no brother's name or T's. Right. Hell out of here. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Lottie got one named Mookie. Right. Right up the alley. That's it. Right up the alley. Oh, God. Warren Sapp, we did the, the collab, the Killer Collab podcast. The Killer Collab podcast. I like that. Ooh. Ooh, my Paul brother. Fame. Oh, fucking Rappaport. Out of here. This was dope. Yeah. All right, what can I say? Okay, I hyped it up because I told you it was going to be hype. I want to thank Warren Sapp. That was only part one. Was that good enough? Were you not entertained? I want to thank the great Warren Sapp for rocking with me on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Check his podcast out, Root 
99. You know where to find us. DM us. Instagram us. Tweet us. Michael Rapport, G. Moody, Miles, Jordan, the Dust Brothers. Again, Sap, thanks for rocking with me. Say I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out.